everybody. This is his bonus. We're going live right now. I'm Roos. I'm Jerry. I'm O, the 15th letter in the alphabet. <laughs> so, I mean, this is what, week three or four of the heavy quarantine of COVID-19? Yes, sir. And we're slowly but surely getting by, but I hope everybody's being safe out there. I hope everybody's washing their hands and washing their, you know, mm-hmm. so staying safe. But I mean, I don't know, man. The weather's getting good, bro. It's it's it's. it's I honestly feel like going outside. <laughs> what? You know how many times I've went outside just to walk, just to sit down and get some fresh air, just to sit down and get some fresh air. Like you know how many times I've done that. Bro. And we took it. We took it for granted back in the day. We took it for granted being outside. We took it for granted. Hmm. Hey, hey, speak, to me, man. And then, nah, you can speak for yourself, nah, bro. I was outside, bro. I was in them streets. <laughs> <laughs> nah, but I, I feel it though. You know, and and it's really funny too. It's just just a real real quick sidebar. Even talking about you know taking it for granted is that you know. Because, you know, in our generation, there was really no social media when we was younger. So we was outside playing football, whatever, whatever dodgeball, basketball, whatever we could do. You know, we was just outside until the lights came on. You right. know? And then we right. say, oh, look at the generation now. So it, it's, it's, just, it's just funny. Collectively, everybody saying, man, I want to be outside. It's like now everybody want to be outside, you know. So, you know, my sister, she has this like crazy theory where. It's like out since since bar- like people are barely driving, there's barely like gas emissions going up into our ozone layer. Layer outside feels just slightly, but slightly just a slight slightly bit better. Just it feels mm. a little bit better outside. I've heard that. Yeah, yeah, man. yeah it, like the air feels cleaner, yo. Mm-hmm. Like it feels like it just feels better. I, like I, I agree, it just feels better outside. Yeah, I thought I thought that theory was crazy. Uh, by the way, everybody, um, because of the COVID-19 and quarantine of Maryland, uh, his bonus is, is talking via via FaceTime right now. So we're all in our respected homes right now talking. Got to stay home. Got to stay safe, man. Yes, sir. Hey, man, I, I, I guess I, I, can go, I can go in since I had the most to do <laughs> before <laughs> we got we got on air. Uh, so, um, brother... Uh, Brother Rooster, uh, brother, uh, brother Collins, as we as we say in in, in the congregation, in the congregation. Nah, he had he had um he sent us a, a video he seen on IG, which was called "The Secret of Selling the Negro." You know, it was a, it was an old film that came out in 1954, and it, and it pretty much you know touched on different tactics and different ways of how to pretty much, as it says, sell the Negro, sell to you know African American man. Or women or family, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, I'm, and I know this video is circulated before. I know people, you know, probably seen it, but you know, just always, you know, every time it does recirculate, it's, for me, I just always find it just like, and even even as far as we we we've, we've come, we still haven't, you know, really made progress. And, mm-hmm. and of course, it's better than the times where they can legally spray you with water hoses or tell you you couldn't, you know, sit somewhere or be somewhere. But I mean, you know, a state of mind. You know that that's really hard to change, especially in America, where you know something such as you know African American history is so deep rooted into it. Uh, that's just my quick synopsis. I ain't going really, you know, go off the hinges. But you know, I'm, I'm gonna open up the floor for y'all. How did y'all? How did y'all feel about the video? 
the way I felt about the video, it it did it did hit it did resonate with me because there are certain things that we say or certain things that we think when we do go to go you know to the mall or to the grocery store to go buy and purchase things you know we we'd like to spend as less money as possible and mm -hmm. it's like we like to do it we like to be in and out we don't like to you know wait around we don't like being like you know we don't like being hassled so i feel like i mean there is there was some things that took from the video and put it into perspective but and and now if you if you look at the way we use our money it's like we're using our money is for like bragging rights almost like collecting a trophy i have this and you don't you know what i'm saying it's, it's not really it's not really fulfilling in the, in the, in the way it should be I, that's what i i think kind of makes like the clo clothing lose i guess uh substantial value you know? and the only the, the only value it has is status yeah it's not yeah, exactly doesn't make you doesn't make you feel like i remember like in high school everybody had north face and i was like yo what's so what's so good about north face why does north face and you know like people legit were telling me north face is just warmer like it, the the way they make it this and that and i'm like is it really not? I remember I got a North Face jacket, and I said, "Bro, this just feel this feels like this this feels like the jacket I was I bought from Walmart the other day." You know. Mm -hmm. Now I'm not saying the Walmart jackets are better than North Face, <laughs> but I, you know, I I feel like at, like you know, my mom, my mom, she was always about making sure to get the deal. Like she was the deal lady. Like she was trying to mm -hmm. haggle down prices in the mall, and I'm like. Mom, you can't haggle down prices in Macy's. Like that's the same yeah, price, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. But um, that's kind of how I grew up. So whenever I saw people with, like you know branded clothing and wearing this and wearing that, I was always like, it must feel better, you know. Like they must feel more comfortable. Like oh, the UGG boots, they must feel a little bit better than these like boots I got from Payless. Y'all walk around high and mighty with it. I'm hiding mine a little bit. Like oh, but. Like, the older I got, the more I realized it's a mindset thing. Like, I used to always be like, oh, if you don't have the logo, if you don't have the brand, then you're not feeling the comfort of whatever that clothing brings. But then you just realize it's, it's nothing big compared to the shoes that person's wearing versus this person wearing their shoes. It's, it's, there's no difference but status, you know? Yep. I, I guess my take on it is just the fact that, like, it's 50 years later even how like things are presented to us it's still the same it's still the same like I, I know a bunch of people that still like if like if you're trying to if they're trying to if you're trying to sell a certain person something if if they're like interrupting on how they're going to be sold or like if something gets in the way of them trying to get that item they're just like i'm done i don't want to get it anymore no matter what even if the sale was going good so it's, it's just funny to see that you know, because I used to work in uh, retail. I used to work. I used to work at the shoe store, and like my store, white people would always come in there and buy shoes. It wasn't like a Foot Locker or a Foot Action. It was like just a regular shoe store. You know, white people just they just go in there, they get what they want. Black person, you you really got like you got taught them a different way. You know, you got you yeah. got to make them feel comfortable. And then once you feel, when you feel comfortable, you sell the shoe, keep it going. And I used to always get in trouble because I would be like, I'm the type of person, I'm going to sell you a shoe, we're just going to keep it going. You know, my boss was like, you need to introduce them to this, you need to try something this, you need to try something that. I'm like, they don't want that right. unless they ask for it, you know, like, right. 
they were like we would always get certain a certain percentage more on our checks if we sold like accessories like shoes, shoelaces, and all that Delicious. stuff. I'm not going. I'm not like I was never the type of person to do that because I'm like they came in here for just shoes, or they came in here for a book bag, you know. So that's kind of my take on it. It's it's just the fact that things are still kind of in the same rotation. Just real quick, I'm I'm, I'm reading up on it. Um, this is a, this is an interesting take. Before we actually you know go go through some of the bulletin points that they uh, they expressed in the actual video, but uh, you know as, as I was telling you know telling my guys off off the air, we were saying that you know the movie because this was an actual film, so it was published by uh, Johnson Publishing Company, who are the publisher of Ebony Magazine, which as you know is a black owned you know magazine. Uh, and the uh, I want to say the founder or the yeah, the founder for the Johnson Public Publishing Company is a black businessman by the name of John H. Johnson. I ain't trying to air him out before he come for me if he's even alive. But, <laughs> or his kids. <laughs> right, or his kids. But, but uh, the funny thing, I actually just read this. It says the movie was actually used to emphasize the economic power of you know African-Americans, which in, in some aspect, I guess I can see that. But it's kind of like a, a, a double-edged sword in a way. It's like, yeah, you're showing that you know African-Americans... In numbers, we, we all know that we. I think everybody knows that you know. Yeah. Some some people say white people fear that you know black people don't know how to you know manipulate it, but I I just, I just think that's it, 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 what's the word? It, it's kind of not ignorant, but it, it's you can use ignorance. You can use yeah. Ignorance. It's, it, can it's use. an ignorant way to, to go about it. It's like it's, it's almost manipulating the. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. It's like oh, yeah. since they have economic power. You go ahead and you know advertise them, advertise to them this way. You know, you know, just put it into magazines. Uh, some of the bulletin points is real quick, and, and we can go through it. You know, each person. Uh, they, they said the first thing in it is that you know, black people love name brands, and we already know how that goes. We want to touch on that. Uh, they said they like quality merchandise. You know, so it has to be you know the nice diamonds and it, it gotta be real nice you know quality merchandise and then the third one which Ruth you just you just touched on is they don't like to be switched at the point of sale mm-hmm. you know which which you kind of touched on so we can go we can go uh, through it real quick you know touch on the first one name brand I know we, we, we touched on it a little bit but uh Name brand is is a big name when it comes to black people. Right? There's no way to sugarcoat that. I mean, like I, I feel like I feel like all of us in his bonus have had like a favorite brand or a brand that we've always Come wanted on. to rock. No, like, absolutely. What was, like, what was y'all it. like? What was y'all like? Top three brands that y'all wanted to wear. I, I think Mine. we about to share the same thing. Go hey. ahead, Jerry. <laughs> Mine's had to be the first two, mainly because I was an athlete. Is Nike or Nama? Like mm-hmm. off it. Nike mm-hmm. off it. Nike, yeah. I'm offering. But then when we start to go out, like when we going out, you know, casual dress up, I'm getting H and M. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting H and M. It's simple. Feel me? Got a lot of variety, and you can really, you know, you can really, you know, present yourself how you want to be presented because of the variety of the stuff that they offer. So it was like, if I wasn't buying H and M, I was either buying Nike. Or, like it was, it was <laughs> really? just those three. You know what I'm saying? It was just those three, those three brands. Yeah. And when I like when I like when I stopped and just t- took a look of my closet, mm. I'm like, yo, I don't have no Adidas. <laughs> I don't have. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, it's really crazy. Like I don't mm-hmm. have my pair of Vans. 
It's like, <laughs> I'm like, dang. Like, I'm not really, do I only really shop for these brands? Like, mm. and then that's when I started, like, getting into the whole fashion scene and trying to find, like, underground fashion designers and stuff like that. And tapping with them. Yeah, but it, it definitely, like, the branding aspect of, of buying merchandise, it really, like, holds weight. Like, it really, it really affects the buyer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for me, uh, I'm gonna name a shoe, and then yeah. I'm gonna name, like, a, I guess, like, a store, and then I'm gonna name, like, an actual, like, specific brand. But yeah, mm-hmm. growing up, I was obsessed with Converse's. I had, literally, I had the rainbow, my nigga. I had red, <laughs> blue, purple, gray, green, uh, black. Like, I had the colors. I don't know why, but I was just like, yo, Converse's, that's just gonna be me. And I would literally, I had outfits for it too. I was like, yo, that shirt gonna go with them chucks. It was the weirdest thing ever. <laughs> I'm gonna throw, I've seen the pictures. Yeah, I'm gonna throw Jordans in there a little bit because, I mean, yeah, like I love Jordans. I, I still love Jordans today. I still be looking at Jordans. I'm like, I'm not gonna buy them, but I like looking at them, you know? Uh, but like, as far as a store, uh, growing up, I definitely would like, I, I got, I got to talk about it in high school because high school is when I could actually buy my own clothes and my mom wasn't taking me to Macy's or JC Penny. Come on, King. But, um, yeah, uh, yeah. For me, it was Hollister in high school. Like I was like, yo, I gotta have that eagle. And you know, I went to a city back. school, bro. I went to a city school, so I had to have that Hollister on my pants, yo. You know, the, the little back pocket area. Gotta get that bird there. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. But um, but I, like, and this is another. This is a weird one. Like top brand, I I still haven't even gotten anything from it. Tom Ford. I've always wanted like a time for it. Like oh yeah, yeah. time for it. <laughs> I feel it. I no feel reason it, why. It's crazy though, like I'm a kid, like trying to like tap into these brands. Like I don't have any interest in like I don't know, getting sponsored by them or anything. I just wanted to get the clothes because I saw somebody else wearing them or I saw like everybody kind of fitting in their own little spot. Like, you know, people were always wearing Nikes, people were always wearing Adidas. I'm like, oh I need to find me a shooter. Kinda of just like yeah, a little bit like following the wave a little bit. And then it wasn't until like, I think my last year in high school going into college, I started to hang out with like some of like the people in my neighborhood and like they didn't really like, it wasn't even a brand thing. It was just how you wore it. Yeah. And like that's when I started to get into like boat shoes. I started to get into like dress shoes. Like I just started getting into like putting together fits. My sister was helping me out. And then literally all that brand stuff out the window. So I was window, always, yeah. I was just putting things together and just making sure I looked like either like preppy, professional, or just like kind of laid back and chill. Mm-hmm. And brands like, like I was like, dang, I don't even think about brands as much as I used to back then. For me, it's harder to say because uh, I know Rush <laughs> always say me joke. I, I always say I'm like a late bloomer when it comes to dressing up. Like my mm-hmm. rebrand started not too long ago so um as far as clothes i can i can speak speak on mainly what i wanted and then of course when i got money what what i started buying so um i know of course younger it, it was jordan's everything yeah you know for me so it's like i always see everybody even even in high school like i didn't have no bread so i'm i'm, I'm stuck getting the not even the good new balances i'm talking about <laughs> the nasty new balances not the four nine eights come on King. i could it could no bro it wasn't in the budget and that's oh, crazy no. <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm i'm telling you bro like 
I remember even one time, one funny time, of course, Polo. Like, yeah, Ralph Moore. If it wasn't Ralph Moore, like, Chaps, they're made under the same brand. No one cares. You got Chaps, <laughs> we about to get you. What are those? You know what I'm saying? Like, Facts, I remember, Facts. come on. Honestly, bro, Facts. I remember it was, it was one time I came to school, right? Mm-hmm. I had the Polo shirt. I thought I'm about to kill him. Random conversation, too. Some of my guys, he was talking, they said, it was, they was joking, boom, boom, boom. That's when they said, yeah, and then you could tell a polo shirt is fake if it got three buttons. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you beat this. <laughs> yo, peep this. I looked down at my buttons, bro. I got three of them things. I said, yo, this is the last time I'm wearing this shirt, bro. This is the last time. They didn't peep it. Yo, that shirt never came out of the closet oh, again. Hurts. Uh, Hurts. And then... And then when I actually, you know, started getting money, I went, I, I became an instant sneakerhead. Like, it got bad. Like, oh, yeah. every other. your closet. Yo, if you know, you know. Like, I got, I got some, I got some very nice things in there. But, and the funny thing is, I don't wear them. I don't, I don't wear them. It's only because I kind of put value in it. Um, because I know, I knew my history with shoes. Like, the shoes I didn't. The shoes I did have, you know, like the, the, the bogus uh, New Balances, yeah. I see what I did to them. So I'm like, I'm about to spend this money and then mess them up. No way. So I got I got shoes. I got Jordans on. So I just kept getting Jordans. Jordan, 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 Jordan. New Jordans. Got to get them. Got to get them. Man, Nike. Nike just had to keep getting it until it got to a point where I'm like, yo, I'm not even wearing these shoes. Yeah. No one even knows I have them <laughs> except for me and my, my, my man's. You know what I'm saying? And I got to a point, it's like, yo, these shoes aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, there's a lot of retro shoes. Like, y'all y'all know, it's like, these shoes ain't going nowhere. If I want them, I can eat, I'll find them when I get money. They're not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. And then even, if, and I'm even looking, it's like, if I'm wearing, if I'm, if I'm not even wearing these ones, like, why am I putting too much stress? And more so, it has got to a point where, like you said, Ruzi, you just, even there, it's like, you just start looking at fashion, you know, linking up with y'all. I'm looking like, I, it's like, yeah, I got these Jordans, but it's like, I can't wear Jordans with everything. Like, I started wanting to go out, you know, even if you want to church, if you want to go to business thing, if you, everybody dressing up nice, you know, if you're going to an African party, every, I'm like, hey, I'm just going to keep pulling up with jeans and, and Jordans. Like, nah, every, I'm looking at everybody, everybody dressed up nice. I'm like, dang, they, I thought the Jordans was, was the wave. I thought this is, this is, this is how you get it. Mm. Nah, bro, you, you get, you get humbled really quick when you get older and you, you get accustomed to, to a life. That isn't just, you know, boom, 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 brand. It got to be Jordan. It got to be Jordan. Levi's was another thing, too, oh, you know, yeah, back in the day. Oh, <laughs> I had to step yeah. back. To, man, uh, there was a point. I, I'm telling you, I wasn't fortunate. I ain't have Levi's. I had Lee's. Yeah. They, they say, yeah. yeah. Just the regular Lee's. Yeah. yeah. They say, you missing two letters there. And I said, just Lee's. <laughs> <laughs> like, you mean Vibes? No. <laughs> so, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so but like you said man both of y'all it's like you just got to a point where it, it don't it don't really matter the brand is it like how you put yourself together because mm-hmm. it's like you'll even see it with our generation we'll, you'll hear people say man I, I got this from the thrift store they'll have it at the store because people don't care mm-hmm. it's like that don't really matter to me if you can put yourself together you can put yourself together Facts. you know um, and that's, that's uh, I'm sorry to cut you off but like no, go ahead. that's that's how I feel about fashion in general yeah. It's just like, you know, you, you you see people buying Louis V this, Louis V that, you know, Dior up and down. And I'm like, you really don't got to spend $2,000 on a shirt right? just to wear it 
maybe twice. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to buy probably like $40. Maximum is $40. I, the most I ever spend on the shirt right now is, is $40. Like, I'm yeah. not spending more than $40 on the shirt right now. I don't know. All right, if, if, if my lifestyle was different... Mm. And I had it. Yeah, I could drop the you know the two thousand dollars shirt. Get the Gucci, get the Gucci button now. Yeah. But I'm saying for like our generation now, like the circumstance we're in now, college students, you know, middle schoolers, high schoolers. Yo, if you're saving up your paychecks weekly just to buy the Louis V shirt to wear it twice, it's not the way. That's not the way to go. Like you're doing it wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like it's it's not. It doesn't matter what you got on. Like that's why. Like my friend always used to be like, "Yo, you need designer. This you need designer." Like, nah, yo. Like yeah, I could go. To, I, I could go to the party without designer on and still be the flyest. You know, the flyest in the room. Like I, if, it depends on how you put it together. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's all that matters. Yes, sir. I really gotta give it up to my like my bros. Like they literally like I would literally watch them like piece outfits together, and I'm like. Yo, I had, I had, I had no clue. I thought you had to have a low. I thought you had to have this. I thought you had to have to shoot. Like, but they would piece. I mean, piece it together right. Get, get the, <clears throat> get the necklaces right. Get the bracelets. Just like the accessories, things to really like make the outfit more than just what the logo was saying. And I mean, it really puts value in literally every like article of clothing you're wearing. Like, um. I don't know, you know, I, I I gotta give it to like you know just the African community because we grew up with parents who they if 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 you really wanted something you had to work hard for it and even exactly. if you worked hard for it they're not gonna just mm-hmm. give you anything they were like what is like what does this give you and I feel like with their upbringing like especially with like the Biafran war like they had to make do with what they had and they worked it you know like Nigeria <clears throat> especially Ebos there was about to be no more Ebos. And now, like, Igbos and Nigerians are all over the world now. And mm-hmm. they still make an impact where they are. And they don't, they're not doing it. I mean, some of them are doing it in flashy ways. But at the same time, their presence speaks more than what, more than what they're wearing or what they're showing off, you know. Mm-hmm. Finding value in the clothing you're wearing. Like, these shoes, I'm going to wear these shoes. Like, you know, like, oh, you yeah. said you had, like, a bunch of shoes. But, like, yo, what are they doing here? They're just gathering dust i mean and that's not to knock down collectors because collect like because nah, right. i i like I've, I've talked to like shoe collectors and i i see what they're doing you know that makes sense but like if you're just buying stuff just because of the name or because of the brand i mean hey if you got it you got it but at the same time you could be spending that money doing something else you know mm-hmm. You can you can be spending that money going to going towards like small businesses, like putting 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 back putting that into the hands of people that really need it, you know, rather than putting into, I mean, the top tier people that are making these clothes and they're racist already. So like it's like, yeah, we're pouring money into their hands and they're not even supporting us. They don't even want opportunities for our generation. What does that really say to us for us to buy what they're selling us? Mm. You know. I mean, like I said, not to knock anybody that likes style. Like, there's certain, yeah, there's certain Dior shirts. I'm like, damn, that's a that's a dope Dior shirt. I want that. All oh, those Balenci's, they look dope. But I'm not just gonna get anything that's Balenci, you know? Just, yeah, just yeah, right. Pour it out. <laughs> yeah, like don't don't get us wrong. Like you can go out and get yourself some high fashion. Yeah, yeah we ain't saying that. Yeah. Splurge on yourself, but. Just make sure you know you, you know, make sure you put it on right. Make sure you, yeah. you know what I'm saying. Look, this this is something that I've always lived by or like 
went by when I when I go shopping. Like if you can't afford it twice, then you can't buy it. Like if you mm-hmm. can't if I can't buy two of the same product, then I can't get it at that moment. You as, know what a, I'm saying? as a matter so, of fact, my big bro, my, my bad, I didn't mean to cut you off, Jerry, but my good? big bro Mike Kalu, he said the same thing, but he said it in a different way. He was like, if I can't buy this ten times right now, I'm not gonna buy it. Mm. And literally, like he, that man has—he has a Tesla now. So, levels. <laughs> <Yeah, dude. laughs> Obviously, it worked out yeah, for me. Yeah, not saying—I yeah. mean, anybody—not anybody can get a Tesla, but with good credit, you can get a Tesla, and it's the nice Tesla too. So, that's one of the craziest things I've ever like heard. Like, I'm like, yo, if I can't buy it ten times, why would I buy it now? Mm. Yeah. Know? Just, a, just a, a state of mind, man. It's- that's all it is. I, I think that even goes down to, like you said, it's not really, you, you can get the name brand, it's that, but I think what it comes more down to is um, budgeting right, you know, and, and properly spending your money and, and 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 sometimes not just, like you said, getting it because of the name brand, you know, if there is a better investment to make, you know, don't be afraid to not make it just because it's not name brand. Look, when you put in together your wardrobe, Make sure the pieces of clothing that you have represent who you are as a person. Represent who you are as a person and the people that you hang around. Like, don't just go by, you know, the outfit that your man is wearing. And he, you know, he has a different, whole different lifestyle than you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And now you just look like a crab in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Go out there and go purchase stuff that will make you set, will separate yourself. You feel me? Like, fashion is supposed to be something that is self-expressive. And when you wear it, it's supposed to make you feel good. You know what I'm saying? You're supposed to feel good when you go outside. You're supposed to get compliments. You're not supposed to wear something to fit in. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to wear it to fit in. You want to wear it to stand out. You want people to see you out there. You want people to see your personality. So just keep that in mind when you're going shopping. Keep that in mind when people are trying to sell you stuff. Um, like, like I said again, like they want you to look alike. Everybody wants you to look alike. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Just be different, you know? Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with nothing wrong with setting yourself apart, especially when it comes to fashion. Yeah. I mean that goes back to like one of our like main pillars of his boldness, like leadership, like <clears throat> being bold and taking the step to move in to move in a, a new path and like show people like, yo, there's other ways to kinda excel in this area rather than follow the leader. Mm-hmm. You know? I know growing up, like that's all like that's all we really do. We just we look, we see, and then we try to follow. But along the line, we realize we're literally not being, we're not as motivated to get what we want or get to where we want without creating our own path. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, yeah. I was going to touch on one more and then uh, say the quote from that, that Jay-Z song. But um, uh, we can do, uh, which one I find interesting? Because uh, quality merchandise kind of has to do with the name brand, in my opinion. So I'll say that third, the third point they were speaking of was... Uh, african-american doesn't like to be switched at the point of sale or lame turns they 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 know what they want and you you shouldn't try to you know deviate from from that yeah (laughs) which which, like you said Bruce, you you work in sales i I worked at working sales uh jerry have you worked i've I've worked in sales yeah we've all done sales and a lot of our listeners do. We know how it goes, man. <laughs> Speak on it, man. <laughs> Yo, I remember. Yeah, all right. So they had me. It was a couple of summers ago, two summers ago. Um, they had me in Walmart, but I didn't work for Walmart. I worked for an independent company. And what he did was he was he sold cable. He sold Comcast or Directv. 
So I would be the person in Walmart, you know, for this company trying to sell direct TV packages to the Walmart customers. And I'm in there. We had to meet, you know, we had to meet our daily quotas, two people a day. We had to sell X amount of product, this, that, and the third. And this is how I knew, this is how I knew sales wasn't for me because I would go in there every day say the, say the same thing to as many people as I can. But every time I came across an African American or a black person, I would just look at them and be like, y'all, I'm, I'm not about to talk to y'all. Y'all, <laughs> y'all not about to buy this. Just keep going. Just keep going. I know y'all at Walmart for a reason. Uh, and I'm not about to disturb y'all. Like, uh, like for real, I'm being dead ass. So why do you think and it's that, like, though? Like, why? Why do they do that? Because of the demeanor. Like, they have a demeanor. We have a demeanor when we go into the stores. In yeah. and out. As fast as you can. Like, you don't want to live in the store. Yeah. So when you see somebody walking, like like me, I seen them walking with my cart, and they got this look on their face, like I'm here to buy this, and I'm gone. I'm not about to disturb you. I'm not about to say anything to you. You came, you come, get your stuff, and leave. Like simple. Yeah. Like it happens at BJ's all the time. Every Sunday, I go to the store to go buy some groceries, and when you walk in, there's somebody right there trying to sell you something. I just walk smooth right past. Them. Like, I don't even look at them. Yeah. Just walk smooth right past them. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, uh, I, so. I work at cricket, so I'm gonna I'm gonna kind of give it I'm gonna kind of give a different spin on this one. I'm gonna say, so they they had us you know sometimes outside flyering, you know what I'm saying. So we had to pass off flyers, try to get people in the stores. So just even my experience. So I worked at different locate different locations, but the main one I worked at was out in uh, Dundalk. So if if you know Dundalk, you know Dundalk, you, you know who's really out there. You know? <laughs> so it, it it really wasn't too many black people there. It was more white white people when we try to flyer. So honestly, when I seen them, it's like for me, it just got to the point where it was like anybody. I just looked at him like, yo, you you don't want to hear what I gotta say to you. <laughs> so almost to to, to a point, it's. I, I, I'm a little 50-50 with the statement because it's like mm-hmm. I know how it is with anybody like if you don't want to be bothered sometimes you just don't be bothered like even if they in the store like sometimes they we got to pitch different stuff like oh do you want a case you want all that look I know if I'm in the store to pay my bill don't talk to me about nothing just give, let me give you my number pay this bill I'm trying to dip you know mm-hmm. but then same thing with Jerry said it's like you know with, with black people it's like it's that it's that extra sauce on it it's like Definitely, like my man. I feel the pain. I, there it is. I came here for this iPhone, this iPhone 11. Don't try to sell me your little Ricky Beak phone. I'm not here for that. Don't play me. You know what I'm saying? Which goes to the quality merchandise. What they say, like, don't try to undercut me too. It's like I came here for something nice. I came here for that. If if I don't got it, I'm out the store. But you you know what I'm here for. So I'm a little fifty fifty with the statement. It's like some people just don't like. I don't think anybody really wants to be bothered. Some people, you know, they'll fake it just to sometimes not hurt your feelings but no one wants to be bothered but definitely with black people it's like yo don't play me like <laughs> I can't hear for what I came for you know yeah from, from my experience it's kind of like both on the customer side and the and the um, I guess employee side selling I'm I like I suck at selling unless I can relate like there has to be some bottom mm-hmm. line relation for us to kind of share like at least open up the conversation for me to at least give you something that you need. And that kind of ties in with how I, um, how I'm also, how I also relate as a customer. Like if I walk in see Jerry, what you were saying, like if you walk in, if you walk into like, oh, like you were selling 
cable at, at Walmart. Mm-hmm. If I really needed cable, if I had a conversation about cable and, and I see you, I'm gonna be like, oh, hey, I actually have that situation today. But if it's not on my mind, I'm not worried about it, I'm not thinking about it, then yeah, I'm gonna walk smooth past you, like not even yep. worry about you. And, um, <laughs> yeah, I get it though. Like, I like when I'm ready to buy something or like when I want something, like if I want cable or if I want these pair of shoes. I don't want to be introduced to these other things because I have a crazy short attention span. So if you introduce something else to me and introduce another thing to me, I'm just gonna be like, dang! Now I don't even know what I really want now. Or I'm gonna buy this and I'm gonna feel, I'm gonna feel like I I didn't get my money's worth. And yeah. I get that. Like I I understand that mentality, but at the same time, it's like, why is why do I have that mentality? Or why is it that it's perceived that a black man has that mentality? You know, and I mean, I think I was, it's just I'm, my fault, though. but I, I think it's just the way we've like for generations now have been treated in this country. It just the social effects of you know discrimination, uh, racial profiling, like mm-hmm. all of that has factors to do with the way we purchase our stuff in stores. Like, you can't tell me you don't feel some type of way when you walk into a grocery store, right? It's that feeling of the just eyes being on you, like mm-hmm. you're not invisible. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Just yeah, like yeah. they're just watching you as soon as you go in there. I just feel like that has has to do with the way we buy stuff and the laws that were mentioned or the states that were mentioned in that uh, video. It definitely does have an impact on just how it is perceived. So I, I can agree with that. Real quick, I, I want to because I know when um. Y'all introduced this to me, and I, w- I was just thinking about, you know, some some historical aspects, and then I was thinking of the Jay-Z song, uh, F with me, you know, I got it. Mm-hmm. And the intro in it, what Kim C said, just real quick, I'm going to skim it. He was like, uh, a little over a year ago, I was in bondage, and now I'm back out here reaping the blessings and getting the benefits that go along with it. Everything that's out here for kings like us, the reason we like this, this jewelry, this diamonds and stuff, they don't understand. It's because we're really from Africa. And that's where all this comes from. We originated from kings. You know what I'm saying? So don't look down on youngsters because they want to have shiny things. It's in our genes. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We just don't know all our history. Mm. Um, what's, your, what's your take on that, man? Which is a fact. Yeah. I agree with that. Yeah. Which like, is a fact. I, yeah, I mm-hmm. agree with that. I agree with that. Like, that is heavy. a fact. Nah, yeah. like, I didn't, that's a fact. Like African-American now, they really... like. You don't, we really don't know, I mean, us Evos, we know our history. Like, we know mm-hmm. what we face, what we've been through. Mm-hmm. But for others, like other African-Americans who, you know, originated from the Africa, they really don't know too much about how we lived life before we got uh, slave traders or before, you know, we got interrupted with colonization and all that stuff. So it was like... If they really just, you know, would take a, a week or a day or two and just really just go through the history books, man, <laughs> I, I want to know how much you guys think things would change if we did know our history. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think that that would make a, a big impact, but I'm not sure if it would be the the positive way if we really did, if, if all of us really knew our history. Break that down. Wait, wait, wait. Expand on that a little bit. 
or expound, it, I should say. I guess it, it'll just it'll it'll be a change of the norm. Yeah. So mm, yeah. with the change I of the norm, yeah, and, and like I don't know, a lot of things, like even just now, like how everything is changing, mm-hmm. it's pretty dramatic. So I mean, in in learning, it, obviously, it takes time to gain the knowledge, and over time, get over time, let it soak in. So I feel like. That'll be like if that ever happened. Like if we were all given, like if we were all miraculously given access to our history, mm-hmm. it it just I don't know. It'd be it'd be different. A ripple effect. Yeah, yeah. it'd definitely be crazy. <laughs> yeah, it'd definitely get crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's and it's and it's even funny even thinking about this line. It's like yo. Like even even in rap, you'll you'll hear a lot of play on words that even make sense. Like you know they say like. Whips and chains, like oh, I need, I need a new whip. You know, slaves mm-hmm. whips. You know, I need, I need some new chains. You know, chains and bondage. Uh, you know, off the block. I mean, you didn't heard it on tantrums with that. You know mm-hmm. how they actually, you know, sold African Americans on blocks, and you know how it comes to even, you know, running and athletes. You know, off a block, and you, you, you'll hear different stuff like that. So it's kind of funny how like certain words, and that's not like a whole up right now, but it's, <laughs> <laughs> it's funny, you know, how the, you know, the, the words just kind of come back. It's like. It's all intertwined, you know, through it. So, and it's 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 a really powerful uh, thing. And I might have to go back and listen to the song and really see if what they say and really has to because that's really a, a strong like opening opening intro. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So I'm even looking through the lyrics and it's, it's pretty much braggadocious. So which, mm. which does play along with it. it's like yeah we we talk we talking like how we talking, but it's because go back to the intro. So nah, man, it's. It's, it's it's really interesting when it comes down to you know the, the history of why we we didn't we you know we didn't have anything and you know them wanting to market and, and advertise to us a certain ways is all intertwined and and, it, and it's all it's all in the history books it's just up you know us to up to us to you know really uncover going and re- yeah uncovering it and research it and. And be smarter, you know, with our purchases. <laughs> yeah, c- come on, come on. Uh, what's what's some t- takeaways? You know, the, the youth them before we get up out of here. What's what's some takeaways they can y'all like to give them? I mean, I, I really like the. I actually like the uh, the Pimp C quote because it. Um, I guess it gives a little bit more purpose. Like, you know, uh, I think J Cole he he wasn't really into like. Jewelry or anything, but he bought mm-hmm. he bought his first chain. Mm, yes, sir. Like, that chain was like that. Yeah, like when he got his chain, he was so happy. He he, he like he made a whole song about it. You know, mm-hmm. even like Big Sean, like when he got his first like good music like chain, like he was like yo, like so it's it's like it's a it's a milestone for them. It's a it's a milestone. It's it's an accomplishment. It's finally they're like I'm, I'm getting my medal. I'm getting my like. I guess yeah. physical award rather than mm-hmm. just telling myself I feel good, you know. So mm-hmm. it, it it could be in our genes. I don't know. It could be in my in our genes. I don't know. Like I'm like I'm not saying I'm into like the physical or like all that stuff, but there is something that happens when I am like like I think I was trying to tell my bro like I was trying to tell my bro like that he's like oh, I don't really like dressing up like I just wear whatever I feel comfortable. But I was like yo, there is a feel good feeling when you're wearing. A, an outfit that you piece together that you like, and then the people around you like. It, it's like mm-hmm. it's kind of that shared that shared community feeling, like where 
my mindset can connect with all y'all mindset because y'all appreciate what I appreciate. Mm-hmm. It's not us appreciating something that somebody else appreciates. Like, no, I appreciated something and y'all equally appreciate it just like I did. So it could be in our genes. It could be. I don't know. So that's my uh, that's kind of my takeaway with it. Yes, sir. My my takeaway for the youth them. <laughs> I'm a, I'm just gonna say it like this. What you put on your body is an expression of your emotions. So when you, what you what you wear throughout the day, what you wear going out when you leave the house, that's that's what you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like don't wear don't wear something that that shouts, "Oh, I'm happy, I'm giddy, I'm outgoing." And when somebody approaches you, you're antisocial and you're depressed. Don't want to say nothing. You're just a closed book. You know what I'm saying? People judge you on the way. It, I, I hate to say it, but it's true. People judge you on the, based on the way you look. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you look presentable or if you look like, like you have like a unique style that represents you, you know, you can carry that and you can make relationships based off of that. Yeah. Now, it's facts. Like you say, especially when it comes to like a first impression, because like, 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 like I say, you know, it got to a point where me dressing up, I'm like, man, these jeans and, and Jordans ain't going to cut it. And then I, I, I start looking around. I'm like, man, how are everybody able to, you know, not really, you know, <laughs> yeah, care, yeah. care too much about, you know, this but still look presentable. And then even, you know, the bros put me on a certain website. So I'm like, man, they getting these outfits for half the price of what I was doing. And they <laughs> looking better than how I was. I'm like, man, something they adding up. Yeah. Man, I, I feel it. Um, with me, I say the biggest takeaway, um, finances. Man, we'll, we'll get on that with a, with another episode. Um, but um, finances, man, every, everything is is used to target the target. You know the way that we, we spend money. It's mm-hmm. you, you'll hear you know these things is programming and you know selling it, selling our data. We ain't we ain't here for you know the the conspiracy theories with none of that. But I mean, <laughs> there's a truth to it. You, you'll see it. In terms of conditions, you, you'll see it with the the algorithms. You'll you'll go searching for who knows laptops, and then your advertisements will pop up. Oh, laptop, laptop, laptop. You know, just in the same way where there's something you know the secret of selling the Negro with the information they're getting from the ads, they can sell to you just on the whim. So I mean, with with anything, but especially our listeners, man, just just be careful of the way you're spending. But uh, just. Just, just do what makes you happy, but don't be out here appeasing everybody. You know, don't you don't got to keep up with the Joneses? Cause don't blow at, your credit card. Just don't, come on, don't we, hit the we, limit. We, Never we don't hit get there. your limit. Never come hit your on. credit card limit. <laughs> hey, we, the finance episode, we we gonna break it down. Definitely, don't don't do that. <laughs> just just be smart. That, I guess that's that's the. I guess that's the word. That's the word I can, I can say, man. Be smarter. Yes, sir. Amen. I guess this wraps up this episode. Um, yeah, with, with, all, with everything that's going on, COVID nineteen, we may have to do maybe one or two more episodes just like this. Maryland's on a crazy lockdown where we can't leave the house after eight, or we can, but only for essential stuff like stores. I'm, I'm still not really sure on it, but I did hear a couple people are getting fined, like like twelve hundred dollars, or is it fifty? I think it's twelve hundred dollars. Oh yeah, or they're going to jail for the night. So um, on that note, you know, everybody be safe. We're being safe, so we we would we'd hope you guys are as well.
Mm-hmm. And yeah, that's this. God bless. Hey man, we're gonna we're gonna make it through this together. Just yeah. stay stay home, stay safe, wash your hands, and wash your ash. <laughs> <laughs>